Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life.
Hello, everyone. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna. That was Kristen Hoffman from The Rose. And thanks to Kristen, she's going to be performing at our 20-year anniversary at the MGM on Sunday, July 2nd. If you happen to be wanting to do something really special for the 4th of July weekend, come out to Washington. It's really a powerful time to be here. With the news and the vibrations and the energy, we need so many ignited people here right now. I don't know if we can do it by ourselves here. (laughs) There's so much going on up on the Hill. There's a lot going on in FBI, the White House, the Oval Office. And my good wishes and prayers goes towards Donald Trump and his administration. You know, I believe a lot in the power of vibrations, and I believe a lot in the power of intentions. And if my intentions are mixed, there will be a lot of obstacles. If my intentions are pure, even if obstacles come in front of me, it just will not derail me. It just doesn't enter my field. Um, I'll just walk right through it with grace and with dignity. And so just observing the energy that's happening here, we went to see our beautiful friend, Sanatam Kors. Please visit her website, Sanatam Kors Tour, who's traveling on the East Coast and really through her concert. She's helping us to clear out the atmosphere and bringing about something a little bit more pure, a little bit more positive in the atmosphere. I wish that she could stay longer so we could both just go on the hill and meet some of my friends there who are in such need for this kind of an energy, prayer. The amount of confusion and fear of the loss of our democracy and compromises that's taking place promises, deals that have been made at the cost of our democratic freedom, at the cost of perhaps more than anything else, our conscience. I pray for our leaders. I offer good wishes and pure feelings. I wish to see you out of this energy that cannot last for a long time. It's not natural to function from such an intensified energy which continues to amplify the vibrations of fear in our world. Stay tuned. We're going to have a heart-to-heart conversation with Tim Ray, who is the founder and the CEO of the United Intentions Foundation. I can't wait to talk to Tim. And before we go to Tim, let's just clear our minds a little And let us just try to feel safe. From Just a Minute Meditation CD, take a deep breath and we'll tune in to you in a bit. Point of Focus Taking just a minute. Gently, I bring my energy away from the external. I bring all my attention up through my body to a point in the middle of my forehead, just above and behind the eyes, towards a single point of focus inside. I now look through my eyes as if they are windows. I am a still point of awareness looking through the eyes to the world out there.
I am the still point, silent and powerful. Welcome back to America Meditating Radio. The America Meditating Radio is proud to welcome Tim Ray. Tim Ray is the founder and CEO of the United Intentions Foundation. He began his career as an entrepreneur in the senior care industry and eventually opened his own business. As an education advocate, he created unique and impactful classes and certified programs for the Georgia Healthcare Association and at Kennesaw State University. Even with a strong vision and mission, Tim found the hardest work by far was keeping a positive, powerful focus on how he intended to live in the present moment. With little time and the world full of distractions, he needed simple and effective ways to direct his thought in the midst of everyday struggle. And in 2009, he founded the United Intentions Foundation to assist others in learning how to transform worrisome thoughts into positive thoughts. And on his Twitter handle, there's a very beautiful quote, kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless by Mother Teresa. Today, we are proud to welcome Tim Ray to the show. Hi, Tim. Loved your quote today from your Twitter handle. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sister Jenna. Um, and thank you. I, I love that quote, too. Uh, anything Mother Teresa says, or it, it's always going to resonate, echo through time. Yeah. The Just blessings from the United Intentions Foundation, by the way. We really appreciate you uh, having us on your show. And it's just, uh, this is such a great, you're, like, right now, I am so, like, you guys haven't seen me, got in the studio here right now. You guys haven't seen me this peaceful, have you, in a while. Um, I am just so <laughs> relaxed. Thanks to you. Thank you. You see, I'm like this little, you know, energizer bunny running around, you know, doing it. And this is just wonderful. This is my new favorite channel. I think I just need well, to uh, get a dose of this in the morning every day. I recommend everybody yeah, well, to join. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one, Tim. That's so sweet. That's so sweet of you. I'm also an energizer bunny. Many people consider when you meditate, you sit in the corner, you know, you got your fingers together, your legs are crossed. I'm like, no, let's move it. You've got energy now, do something with it. And I'm a firm believer of that. So I want us to talk a lot about the United Intentions Foundation because I think its mission and the programs that it's offering are really good. And you know, nowadays, I don't know if you heard the show earlier, but intentions are huge. And a lot of times, yeah. I won't do something until I feel clear on the inside. And if my motives feel mixed, like there's something in it that I want more for me than for others, I just won't do it. I just won't. Mm. Yeah. So could you share mm. with our listeners more about the foundation? Absolutely, and I agree wholeheartedly with that. And I, been a lesson, ongoing lesson, I guess I would say for myself is learning how to still first before I react. And uh, and many people will say, Tim, you got a little ways to go. So I'm with you on that 100. percent But the foundation really was an idea back in. Uh, it's been an idea just simmering for a long time. But what led me to actually put the energy into it was. Uh, dealing with the dark side, dealing with uh, dealing with the shadow work, dealing with you know, watching the news. You know, anybody wants to do, learn how to uh, develop spiritual activism and go within, just watch the news for a few weeks, and you will all of a sudden realize, wow, 
I, I can't be down in this low vibration anymore. Uh, that alone will get you motivated. But I, I jest in a, a little bit, but really there's a lot of truth to that. It's just this, if, and I think I thank God often. I thank God. I'm so grateful for a lot of these perceived negative realities that we experience on a daily basis, like the, the TV distraction, the technology addiction, the, the news, never-ending uh, negative news channels, the propaganda, all that, because it, it's forcing us. It's forced me way back when to go within and say, you know, I can't take this anymore. I'm going insane. I'm literally going insane. I'm going to become a paranoid schizophrenic or I'm going insane one or the other if I continue uh, allowing myself to be inundated by these outside other people's intentions that are very low vibrational or at least a a collective of it. And so uh, that's what happened to me. I, you know, I've always for a young age, at least in my late teens, early 20s, I've understood, you know, the metaphysical aspects of life. So I got that on an intellectual level. But apparently I really didn't incorporate it into my heart, um, the chakra, into my heart area until later on in life because I got lost a little bit on this career path of, of the shiny objects out there, of what, you know, how right. you want to identify with that, things like that. And But I always knew that back in my... I was always felt connected to source. I always felt my intentions were pure. I always felt... I'd go against the grain when a lot of birds were flying in one direction. I'd be like, no, you know, let's, let's, let's take this person for what, what they say they are, what they're doing. So I always had that still with me. But even with all that, I got caught up into the day-to-day, uh, you know, beating down of how horrible everything is. And mm-hmm. I then just said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go insane or I'm going to disconnect. And I disconnected and I, and I said, you know, what? I have to, I have to go within. I ha- that's my only way. And and I said, well, while I'm doing this, because I'm an entrepreneur at heart, I love creating things from scratch, is that I, at that point, I said, well, let me, I, will, I think this foundation will help keep me on track because I know me, I'll get distracted on something else. So <laughs> let me create a foundation, create my business around this, create my energy around it. At the same time, heal myself in this process. So that's kind of how it started out uh, through, through dealing with dark side and, and, and the, the, negative, the perceived negativities of, of the world. I get that. Thank you for sharing that. I think it was important for us to get an idea of how you got into your, perhaps your swag or your calling. I have to say, you know, I've been there in my 20s, you know, three luxury cars in my driveway, condo (laughs) overlooking the Atlantic. I owned two nightclubs that were very successful. And even though I am like, you know, 30-something years past that, I still think that that was fine. You know, I think where my issue was is perhaps something that you shared was to check if my purity of intent was there. And what I'm trying to say is that I believe that we can have the glitter and the gold, but it is not a definition of who I believe I am or how I want someone to perceive me. I think the, the reward of the glitter and the gold should come from the passion that you live with, the um, the interest that you have around a specific area in life that just drives you automatically in the morning. Like when you wake up in the morning, this is it. You mm. were meant to do this. And I know that with your movement, it requires assistance to keep a foundation running, to pay your employees. And then that can sometimes take you way back to where you were before, you know, doing (laughs) things to get the almighty dollar bill. So what I'd like you to share with our listeners is when you find yourself moving there, where the concern about getting those salaries out there and keeping the vision and the hope alive, 
Are there any steps that you sometimes take when you find that you're going back to an old paradigm that you really don't want to support, and then you find yourself pulling yourself right back to, I'm here because I want to initiate good intentions? I, uh, great question, and I, I, I wanna, I'm going to answer that, but I just want to say one thing about what you said earlier real quick, if you don't mind, is mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. I love the play, and I had, you know, boy, I wish I knew you when you had some nightclubs back in the 20s. I think mm-hmm. we could have some fun. <laughs> And um, <laughs> but I, I, I always every I always played hard and, and always worked hard. I always had that kind of mentality, and I always enjoyed myself wherever I was, no matter what I was doing. And and you know, do I have any regrets, or do I wish I did some things differently? Of course, but that's how I built my character, and that's how we build character, and uh, and appreciate and, and understand wisdom. But I, I think playing and having that purity of intent, like you said, is so important, no matter where you are, because we're here in this three dimensional world for a reason. And we're not here just to lose ourselves in spiritual, in the other realms, and to have our body experiences. Because we're here for this three-dimensional, whatever the purpose is, we're here to play in it, really. And I always kind of had that always within me, and sometimes it got covered up with some dirt or sand over over time. But I was always sure. pretty able to wipe it off. But um, but back to your question, um, in reference to you were saying the how do I get myself back when I get lost into you know worrying about the lights being turned off, right? I one thing, and I and this is because I truly believe I create my own reality, I co-create my own reality, and everyone around me is a reflection of me. It's really me talking to myself in many ways, and and whether that's true or not, I choose to believe that belief system because it keeps me in, in intact at times of my compassion for everyone, and it's important for you know because when when you feel you're connected to someone, I mean on a namaste spiritual level, your mm-hmm. your compassion can't help but come out, but. Thank God the people I've chose to surround myself with remind me all the time when I go into that zone. Tim, you know, I just Jennifer just the other day was like, Tim, you know, hey, where are you on this? And are you in or you out? And my point is that I have those type of opportunities uh, when my reflections, re, re, I look back on my reflections and they speak to me directly sometimes, sometimes with a hammer over the head if I may need it at the time. But that's one way. And then when I do find that, I go, okay, Tim. And I, I don't so mm-hmm. much go with the meditative state. I really, it's like a quick jolt for me where it's, oh yeah, you're here to play. Remember that. You're here to play. You're here to have fun. This is all an illusion. Everything happened right now. You can, you can uh, put the energy and intention in to direct it in an energetic manner uh, where it could be a zero-sum uh, opportunity for everyone. I'm a really big kind of uh, believer in the win-win scenario. Everyone, there's, there's no reason why we can't create a deal or can't create an opportunity where everybody benefits. The most benevolent outcome, MBOs, as Anaya on iHeartRadio says all the time, if you always mm-hmm. have that intention, you're trying to create an MBO, a most benevolent outcome. Boy, you know, talk about building up the karma bank, right? You know, when the lights right, do go out, right. you tap that bank and, you know, lights come back on again. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we're talking about intentions and we're talking about our journey and we're talking about the ins and the outs. And yes, we are here to play. I think when we walk on the path of spirituality or enlightenment or being the better citizen or the better person, we stop smiling along the way. And actually, I've come to learn the purer and more clearer you're becoming in terms of understanding yourself, um, the happier you are. So that means you will be more playful. But, you know, let's talk about the whole notion of intentions and um, what's Tim's interpretation of intention and what really is 
the power in intentions. Uh, thank you. Uh, first of all, what we use at the foundation, our definition is of intention is a knowing that hasn't happened yet. A knowing mm-hmm. that hasn't happened yet. And when you think about that answer, because quantum physics, I believe, supports this type of belief system, and, and science is catching up. Not, not that I ever will catch up to spirit, but it, it's always going to be a step behind. But it, it's, it seems to be defining a lot of things that we didn't, we could wrap our minds around, say, even five, ten years ago. And so when you say a knowing that hasn't happened yet, what is that saying? That's saying that there's, you have to be in the state of being where you know this is going to occur. You know this is this has already occurred. If you if you if you believe mm-hmm. it at that point, and that's why on our on our site, when you go to create an intention, we say always put it because you're dealing with your subconscious beliefs, not just your conscious beliefs. Put your intention as if it's already hap- It's happening right now. It's already happened, because that puts you into the state of being. That actually triggers not only your your belief in that, but it also tr- and and trying to sync your subconscious belief with your conscious belief, but it also triggers a biochemical dance in your body. There's an actual energy shifting around biochemically out inside and even outside your body. That's how the universe works with the manifestation process. So it's, it's critical to understand that in our definition of intention is a knowing that hasn't happened yet, that it's happened, but it hasn't happened yet. It will happen. And when you get on that scale, we call it, we call it, what we do at the site, we have what you, when you get online and you create an intention, uh, we have what's known as the intention scale. And the intention scale is simply your belief in that attention of it appearing in your life. Where are you in that, on your state of being that you believe that intention is going to appear in your life? And it starts all the way from definitely not, not likely, maybe, likely, definitely. And it's a simple mm-hmm. five-star process but what it does is for nobody else other than yourself it's just giving you that kind of biofeedback or that immediate feedback that where am i with my belief that this one intention because i mean we have 70,000 thoughts a day i mean if you think about say 70,000 intentions a day whatever the case may be that's just mm. way too many to actually wrap your mind around but if you stop and you focus on one of those thoughts one of those intentions and then you you slow time down and you just elaborate on one of those intentions out of those 70,000 thoughts a day which by the way, majority of them are negative or repetitive. But if you stop and pull one out and you say, this is important to me in my life at this point, this is kind of I'm passionate about, and you break it down like we do on the site where you actually write your intention out you, you, and you have an opportunity to go, go visit it uh, and repeat, repeat, look, repeat looking at it, affirming it. You have an opportunity to expect it to happen. Where are you on the knowing scale? Where are you on the intention scale right now at this present moment? And also you have the opportunity to add meaning to it. And meaning is by we add, you actually have an opportunity to add pictures to that one intention. You have videos, uh, actual vision board through Pinterest. And what we're mm-hmm. describing here is really science. It's Dr. Joe Dispenza's point of keeping that creating your, your own reality or the placebo effect, as he says. But really, it's, it's creating a state of being by using repetition, expectancy, and meaning. You get those trifecta, you know, you get that trifecta going right there. That's how you truly manifest and that's how you keep that state of being where you're in the knowing that you will manifest and a lot of people will say with the placebo nocebo effect well it's only 30 percent effective well that's because it's not that the placebo effects only 30 percent effective it's 30 percent of the time we're able to maintain that state of being because we let doubt creep in we let our subconscious mind unsync or not sync with with that conscious intention and that's really where the heart of the work is 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 keeping right. is sinking your conscious with your your conscious intention and um also maintaining that state of being that knowing you know just like with neo in, in the matrix like at some point when the bullets were firing on him he knew 
that he had the power of intention to stop those bullets from coming at him. Now, it's right, a, kind of an right. extreme situation. I don't recommend anybody to test their power of intentions out with a couple of bullets coming at them. But at the mm-hmm. same time, that moment in the movie, he knew. He went from doubt to knowing. And that's when he saw the matrix for, matrix for what, it, what it is. And that's the power of intention mm-hmm. that we, we discuss and try to get our point across at our, on our site. Now, how do we... Um... Now, how do you offer programs? What's the way in which programs are done through the foundation that, you know, sure. can bring this intention to light? Yeah. Well, we um, we offer multiple ones. I mean, some of our resources that we use, like of course we do that. We have that we created the UI Radio Network, where we have different shows that really talk about intentions. And one of our shows is called the Good Intention Show, which you're going to be on uh, in in, in the mm. near future. We're excited about uh okay. also we have the wake up hour we have the the manifesting hour which is play the manifesting game where somebody comes on and they um they talk about what their in- one intention is and then for the next half hour they actually act as if the intention is already happening and they play mm-hmm. it with our intention coach and so they're they're learning to put themselves in that state of being of it this intent this knowing that's already happened right and that hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet uh, and we have those type of resources, but also one of the biggest resources that we're really um, rolling out this year, which uh, Jennifer Kramer, she, uh, she's, she's our, our, our director of ops out here and uh, of uh, development. And she has put together and with a team of people, Dr. Milhouse, a handful of people that are imaginative program. And this is basically, Sister Jenna, is bringing belief system, the concept of that our thoughts create our reality, that we could shift our perception, we shift our experience to the schools and to the children from first grade to 12th grade. And it's a simple process, which is very similar to what we do on the site, but it's broken down in our child's level of understanding and the language to use where they're learning at, in first grade, they're learning that, wow, my thoughts create my reality. Think how empowering that I is. Think that. if we knew that. I love you that. You might have known that. But yeah. think, if we, think if we knew that at first grade, where we'd be today, right? Mm-hmm. I'd probably have mm-hmm. 15 nightclubs. And uh, who knows where I'd be. <laughs> no, it's really great. It's especially now. It's so incredible because yeah. I think some of us are born with that innate ability to kind of travel into the future. I interviewed um, Stefan Schwartz, and he was talking about a concept called remote viewing, where he would take individuals 50 years in advance, but he would keep them in that same place and say, okay, 50 years from today, what do you think it'll be like? And I found that profound. So here you're taking folks from first grade to, you know, second grade, third grade, and and beyond. And now you're asking them, can you imagine it? Imagine what this thought can do for your future. I find that to be a very important tool to help educating youths of today about how their thoughts matter. Wow, and also it gives you a good gauge of if they're optimistic or pessimistic. You know, if if you mm-hmm. if you allow your kids to really continue watching television unattended, or if you allow your ch- young children to be raised by the television, you're going to find out they're more likely because it's all mind control and it's all you know where you get your intentions from, usually from your parents and outside of your parents, right? And if you're mm-hmm. not there to see what type of intentions your child is incorporating and internalizing in their life then most likely it's going to be a pessimistic because almost every movie you see right now out there, and I don't think it's uh, just coincidental, I think it's more deliberate, is that we have a very disastrous future in front of us. And you know what? I, my, my, my intention is that it's just the opposite. And mm-hmm. that's why when I disconnected from the news, and, not, and I, when I say news, I mean entertainment, 
I mean, you know, watching the Jimmy Fallon show at night, all the propaganda and uh, mind control news that's really going out there. Once you disconnect, try just I recommend anybody just try it for like a week or try it for a day, honestly, and watch when you disconnect from that, you realize there's going to be a gap. There's going to be empty space. There's going to be that kind of craving because it's an addiction just like anything else. But once you get past that hump and you start filling that void up from within, and it will either come naturally if you don't allow yourself to get distracted on something else, it will come naturally from within. And then all of a sudden there will be this sense of peace, as you know, as I'm preaching to mm-hmm. the choir here, but as you know, there will be that sense of, of, of um, peace. And the universe wants to fill us up with that type of love and peace. We just not allowing it because we're just allowing ourselves to be distracted by the by distracted by anything. Just anything we gotta do from going within ourselves. And I'm no different than anybody else. I found myself on that as well. In fact, uh, we were interviewing uh, Danielle Gibson yesterday. Jesse, was it yesterday or the other day? And um, mm-hmm. and she channels Mother Mary. I don't know if you you, you knew, knew her or not, but she channels Mother Mary. And uh, you know, a lot of people when you say the word channeling, they get just freaked out, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, it's you know, when anytime you go into a meditative state, uh, even when we're talking, we're channeling. Well, we're all channeling. But she does what they call full body channeling, where she comes over, and takes over, and has that. Poor British accent, as you know, with S. Hicks or other people, right? And it was just amazing. And I've seen many different channels, and I experienced them directly uh, with people. And you know, and there's some are great, some are not so great. But usually, the message is always good, so I don't try not to judge the judge the uh, you know the messenger. But yesterday, she was just making a point, and when she speaks, she speaks energetically to everybody. Supposedly, this is what Danielle told me, or she was told us earlier in the show. And when she speaks, she she's you you could take it for yourself, or you could or you could take it for humanity, at whatever level. And one of the things she said was, you know, trying to define our nature of reality, and as humans, which we all seem to be driven to do, we want to define our nature of reality. What's the collective conscious? How does the individual work inside the collective consciousness and things like that? And it, and it's just and to me, it's very exciting and enticing and um, a great focus. But she said, be careful that when right. you're well, long as you're Defining your nature reality, which is great. And if you're motivated and passionate to wake up in the morning to do that, to share that, then that's exactly what you need to be doing. But just make sure it's not where you're allowing yourself to be distracted once again from within. So she said to go within first and then pull from that from there to decide what how you want to then define nature reality. What does it mean to you? How how you want to motivate people. But if it comes from without, from more ego, then it comes from within more soul then it you may be another it may just be one more distraction. I'm able to sit down and play video games all day long, you know, or uh, watch the TV. So uh, I found it just fascinating how that is, and, uh, and and I know you feel the same, uh, especially if you're an Energizer Bunny like me. I mean, we're, you know, it's uh-huh. just it's it's we're forced. It, it when you have a chance. To, I mean, I love like what you did in the beginning of the show today. It just put me in a whole other state of being. It really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I just love slowing down. And I have an appreciation of it more so probably because I'm, I'm always on the move all the time. So I want to thank you for that. And, and I know you get it. So, thank well, that's, you so that's, much that's, for sharing that. Yeah, sure. Well, thank you. You know, there's so much happening in D.C. And I get yeah. the brunt of it all the time because, <laughs> fortunately, I'm kind of out there in the public. And, you know, recently we've gone through a lot of, you know, very visible signs that when, uh, you know, when is it that America's going to really wake up and become very accountable, especially our leadership? Yeah. When you look at the state of our country, what would you say is the intention 
that's governing, governing it today, one. Secondly, what is the intention needed to fix it today? Oh, what a great question. I'm so glad you brought this up because so many people, and I truly believe in spiritual activism, and that, mm-hmm. you know, you define that in many different ways, but basically it's, it's seeking, it's seek to work for love rather than for hate or for fear, right? The state of being, what, how I define our intention today is just, and, and I, I, look, I, I look at it from two different perspectives, and I'm going to tell you the first perspective. My first perspective is more on a three-dimensional, in this reality perspective, and then I'm going to give you another perspective from a spiritual perspective that I would interpret that way too. But, and the, the first may not be as pleasant as most people will, will, um, may agree or disagree with, but I believe we're in the midst of this, the psyops on top of a psyops. I, I, see no, I truly believe we haven't had a president um, sele- uh, elected in probably prior uh, turn of the century. Uh, most presidents are selected, and I don't think there's any difference with Trump or with Clinton or Obama. I believe that um, there, this, there's a psyops on top of a psyops, and and when you, when you they create this, there's there's this this energy. Let's just say, let's just give it a name in the sense of a collective uh, of a power broker energy that's much larger than the United States that has grown kind of out of control, and they use the Mr. Smiths to kind of keep in people in control, and you could equate that to the CIA or to the mind control going on with the propaganda news or the different presidencies that, you know, it's the left against the right, or if it's the, it's the blacks against the whites, or it's the Christians against the Jews or against the Muslims. It, so it's always divide and conquer. And this is that energy of, of that, that, let's just say demon, demonic energy or evil energy, or even what I like to say is it's just reflections of ourself that we haven't yet loved. But mm-hmm. on a physical level, on a physical level, I see everything is we're being played on many levels. I don't. I see that whatever change is going on, then I. I don't really. I think it's just a. It's shuffling the same pieces on the board. Now, if Trump or if Obama or if somebody came out and said, "Listen, I'm doing an executive order for eliminating all chemtrails," I'd be like, "Wow, maybe mm-hmm. there's some hope here. Uh, these guys are sincere." Or I made an executive order for eliminating the poisonous GMOs in all our food or taking fluoride out of our water system and our toothpaste or, I mean, real, uh, you know, or, or, you know, taking the power away from the, uh, the international bankers and bringing it back to the American people or getting rid of the Federal Reserve or any real true change that will make a change. Other, other than that, we're just shuffling the same pieces and we're being fooled. Now, mm-hmm. that's kind of the state of being where I think we are right now. And, and I think uh, chasing that piece of it, uh, and I admire you for being out there, and I, I, I know your intentions are true. I just sense it. I just, my intuition tells me. And I can only imagine how frustrating that would be to get to, just to stay on that level and trying to tell people to stay positive and intent where you see all this psyops and this game playing and this selfish, self-focused, and this, this disconnect from source and uh, basically disconnecting from humanity going on. It's extremely discouraging. And that's mm-hmm. where I think, um, I'll take it to my next piece of the spiritual perspective, I think that's exactly what we're experiencing out there. And if we just only focus from a three-dimensional physical world, it would be extremely depressing. But now we mm-hmm. shift it from a spiritual perspective. Think about what this opportunity is that if what I'm saying is correct, 
And this is my belief. So, uh, you know, I, who knows what I, where I'm below. This is my personal belief. So I, I could be completely off from a universal truth, but this is where I believe right as of right now with the, a lot of this psy, double psyops going on. And these guys are all, we're all working for the same team, and it's not the American people. Um, but if you look from a spiritual perspective, we have, have an opportunity here to say, wow, I can't give my power over anymore to these people because I keep being played. I keep being played as a sheeple. I keep being played as the person who gives my power over to the person and it gets abused, used, and, um, and, and, dis- and discarded. So now is my opportunity to be the God-given right to be the shepherd that I was meant to be. Everyone needs to be their own superhero. We need to let go of hope and let go of, of our f- positive future by putting it in other people's hands, whether that's Trump, Obama, the Clintons, our local mayor, our, uh, our parents, whatever the case may be. We got to claim our power back. And how do you claim your power back? By the power of our intentions. And that's really the reason why I started the foundation was I was, in, I was creating everyone else's intentions. Every time I turned the media on, or I was believing what the news is saying, and I was creating that intention mm-hmm. for them. Names are creating those intentions for them. Every time I put on whatever psyop, whatever belief they want, they, and there's people out there manipulating all the time. Every time you watch a news, uh, you know, a commercial, you're being you're manipulated, mind controlled to a certain degree. And I was just, I couldn't do it anymore. I am not going to create this type of intentions for anymore. I, I, if I truly believe, Sister Jenna, that I create my own reality on all levels, right. I mean, I take full responsibility right. on or at least co-creating, right, with our collective consciousness, right. whatever parameters involved in that, with our individual self, whatever parameters are involved in that, then I have that power to take back at any time that I truly, once I know, I know, I have that knowing, that, that knowing, that the tension that hasn't happened yet, right? Once I claim right. that back, I truly believe everything shifts. Because I don't think we're experiencing a real crisis in the world. I think we're experiencing a crisis of perception, I think that's exactly what's going on. We have been led to believe to give our power over to others. And once we claim that power back, that's when that crisis of perception can shift. And I think if we Mm. do that collectively, we do that on a united intention level, and we stop worrying about whether this person has our best interest or not, but we take the reins ourselves. And taking the reins, Sister Jenna, can be many different things. not just sitting home and meditating and hoping for the best. Or you know, just getting lost in your out-of-body experiences and getting lost in your you know your your remote viewing and you know and that's fun and but I don't think for me I don't think that's my purpose is to get lost into that I think when I transition I'll be doing that hopefully <laughs> but my purpose mm-hmm. is to be engaged in our collective consciousness here today and to see what type of model and light I could bring and some of the spiritual activism things can be just getting involved in your local politics focusing on there's websites out there getting fluoride out of your water um, there's you, you Try to change your educational system. Most people are following this, the sheep off the mountain, off the hill, jumping off, without even knowing it. And if there was another leader, more leaders stepping up of ourselves, leading and saying, "You know what? I don't want. I don't need to give my power to the president for our direction or whatever. We're going to claim ourselves, and we're going to make basically make them irrelevant, or they're going to see the light and reconnect with source and get on board because we're creating our future every day. But the first thing exactly. we need to do is disconnect." We need to disconnect from the matrix, and that matrix is exactly what's going on in Washington, D.C. It's an ugly uh, matrix. It's a matrix of mind control, a matrix of selfishness, a matrix of uh, smoke and mirrors, 
And once mm-hmm. people realize there's no difference between, you know, uh, and the war, God, the war is just so meaningless and so silly. And you could tie it back to who starts the wars and why they start the wars. But it's really irrelevant because they're all following this one direction because there's no real leadership out there because we all feel like we're waiting for somebody to come save us rather than saving ourselves. And that's when mm-hmm. we got to step into that energy of the power of intentions to save ourselves and save the humanity or save the collective or grow the collective consciousness from this sense of fear and low vibrational belief. And I think by doing that, we are, you're doing it, I'm doing it. I think every day we're getting more courageous. And one thing I want to say too, and I'm on a little rant here, but I interviewed uh, Dr. Um, uh, Thomas Campbell, and uh, he's a, a, a NASA a retired NASA physicist, and he wrote the book um, My Big Toe, and he's worked in Monroe Institute, and he does a lot of a lot of work with out of body experiences. And he said, Tim, you know, the antidote to fear is simple: it's courage, and cur- and having the courage to go into a situation and talk about satanic pedophilia or talk about the chemtrails when it's politically incorrect to do that um, and to face certain fears, to face certain and to, to be scared and yet still go into that zone. That's the courage that we need everyone to wake up to and say, you know what? No more. And that's a spiritual activism. I'm not saying you have to hate because these are all shadows for us to learn from. We could love our demons. Just get engaged. Don't sit back and wait for somebody coming to, to, to fix the problem. Don't stick your head and watch this football all day long because you, you don't think you can handle on anything else. Get engaged and start locally if you have to. But just get engaged and realize that this is the reality that you're creating. This is the reality that I'm creating. This is the reality that we're co-creating together. And we can make whatever change we want to. But let's do it. But I'm going to be the person that's going to be leading the way. I'm going to be the person that's going to be that person in the front, in the front row. And I'm going to be leading in that direction. Just think if all of us woke up to that power. The house of cards would fall, fall, World fall apart. Peace. With, exactly. With exactly. Tim, I have to tell you, I loved our conversation and would love for us to continue to have it forever. <laughs> 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 no, really, I think that, you know, we need this. We need individuals to hear more about um, their lives and how best they can move it forward. Before I let you go, I know we need to raise funding for United Intentions. I know that you have a, uh, a donation page on your website. So could you leave our listeners with at least a website they could learn more about your work? I'm sure they've gathered a lot from our conversation, but would love to see in what way we could also support it. Thank you so much. And, and we, we believe in tithing and giving back and the circle event receiving and, and giving. So, And if, if, if this resonates with you and you, you believe in, uh, in check the foundation out at unitedintention.org and you see what we're doing and, and uh, our purity of our intent and why we're doing it, because everything's free. We offer a free site for people to grow and learn about take, claim, taking their power back then please go to our How to Help, and you can not only help with donations or reincurring donations, but you could help with interning and, and volunteering and getting involved in this movement. And I truly believe our way out of this hole, if you want to look at it from that way, is by claiming our power back. And by claiming our power back is claiming our intentions, or using our power mm. of our intentions. And that's how simple I believe the answer is. Thank mm-hmm. you, though. I think it is. Mr. Jenner. Oh, same here, Tim. Looking forward to continuing our relationship, and many good wishes your way. Blessings to you, too. Thank you. Mm, Bye-bye. So here is where, you know, an individual is feeling the call, and you move into the call. And, again, your contribution towards just helping in whatever way you can, whether it's just through your thoughts, which is the most important way you can begin to help, 
or through donations or interning or or supporting by sharing it on your social media, check out unitedintentions.org and look up Tim Ray and the work that he's doing. I enjoyed my conversation with Tim, and I sure hope that you did too. Time for us to take back our power. Take your power back. It's not about someone else who's going to give you power, but it's about you taking your power back. And I think that's the age that we're in. I'm going to end today's um, conversation by um, Lucinda Drayton. Keep the faith. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. Take care, everyone. Many good wishes.